You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Greetings dudes and lady dudes, Editing Proxy here. We've been creating This Week in Gaming for over a full year now, and having an absolute blast the whole way here. One of our favorite things about gaming culture is the connections you can make with other gamers. There are so many passionate people out there that love video games. Like you. And us. So we'd like to invite you to come join the Yadu Discord community, where we can talk with other gamers, find people to game with, share videos and gaming news, and hey, we'll be there too. So head down to the description below, or go to yadudegamers.com backslash community, and come join us for all the gaming goodness. Alright, that's enough for me. On to the show. Yes, yeah, my favorite game, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. Eh. So, not that long ago... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the beginning of the episode right there. <laughs> I don't want to spit take on the computer. <laughs> Please don't. This is, it's fine. Greetings, dudes and lady dudes. Welcome back to my life as a teenage robot. I am Proxy. <laughs> I'm Stinker Richardson. And I'm Dirk McGurk. Ah, <laughs> uh, like Coach McGurk? No, just Dirk. Different Dirk? Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't coach anything. He's just there. So welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the show where we talked to you about what happened this week in gaming. The name explains it all. It's almost redundant. It yeah. is almost redundant. Um, <laughs> That's our tagline. Speaking of redundancy, Jeff, what have you been playing this last week? Uh, this past week, oh, just my mic. Uh, I've been playing, like I was saying earlier, a uh, little Battlefield 1. Uh, playing that online because I bought it and I should be using it. That makes sense. Uh, I've been playing a lot. Actually, I've been playing a lot of there's a specific game mode on Battlefield one called Conquest. And essentially, it's it's hold the flag for as long as you can. If you lose the flag, get the flag again. And like sometimes there's like three points. Sometimes there's like eight points. And Hmm. it's hard, especially when you're so used to playing like Call of Duty. Like is there's just they're enough, very different games. There's just enough of a learning curve for online play between Call of Duty and Battlefield that it makes me struggle. Ooh. That does not make me happy. <laughs> but I'm getting better at it. So like, yeah, I'm, that. I'm working my way to get in a little bit better at that as well. Um, I've also been playing a little Horizon like last week where I started the new yep. game plus. Um, I played a little bit of that today. Yeah. I feel like I played something else this week. Is it Skyrim? No, I haven't touched that in a while. Uh, huh? Yeah, not really. No, I think that's it. I think it was just Battlefield and uh, Horizon this yeah. week. For once, wow. you weren't dipping your toes into many, many. I was a dip. very tired person this week, yeah. so that's fair. I mean, it's the end of your last first five, so yeah, my my ten day week. Yep. So, Sarah, what have you been playing? The only thing I've been playing uh, in the last like week and a half is Detroit become human because i rightly so i have a problem like i started <laughs> it she comes home with the shakes like man i, I need my fix if i if i'm not playing the game i want to watch videos of the game of an ending or like Legit. a situation that i will never come across but i fin i beat the game for the third time uh two nights you, ago two nights ago so now you're on playthrough number four uh i haven't started again yet i'm I, i'm thinking of just going chapter by chapter yeah like and just working your way through because it's really hard to remember as you're going like my i'm on my second playthrough and it's i'm so inclined to try and make the best decision possible that i'm not opening myself up as much as i'd like to to yeah. different paths it sucks because i started playing 
again, saying, uh, I'm going to make different decisions. Techno Jeff over there. I'm going to make Bionic. different decisions and I'm going to try to fill up all my option trees. And then I took a couple days off because I had to make money. Breathe. And then I came <laughs> back and I was like, I don't remember what my intentions were. So I'm just going to play the oh. best I can. Yeah. I, I mean, everybody still survived this third time, at least. I did. Luther. Well, okay. I made some mistakes, but everything turned out mostly fine. Sorry. I was just, it, it the levels fun. were funky. I checked it like seven times. If it was off, I would say <laughs> there was a ghost here. Probably. It would have been Danny Phantom, I yeah. think. It's the ghost of the machine. But I am that big of a fucking dork that I made a list of all the things I wanted to do differently in Detroit. I mean, that's probably the best way to do it. She literally made a shopping list. I did with little bullet points and everything. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't like. Did you should go out and get a cork board and just do your whole wall? She's gonna do that. She's gonna like the. She's gonna always sunny. I really am with the yarn and everything. (laughs) Cigarette in one hand, like really like cracked (laughs) outlook. Like man, I know what's going on in the next move. Jeff comes home and just threw a wall of smoke. She's like, I figured it all out. Wow, you got the smoker talk real quick. I sure did. It's been a long day. <laughs> Give me day. that drink. What is this? Straight up vodka? It's liquor. It's just pure It's a malt scotch. Liquor. Old enough to order its own scotch. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> start a Sarah car got real this. grizzled in this like experience. Is start this... a car and start a fire just by looking at it. Within 16 hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things Detroit will do to you. Really, though? Uh, what have you been playing? Oh, boy. So obviously I'm still doing my second playthrough of Detroit. Yep. I've kind of been back and forth here and there with it. Um, played a little bit of Battlefield 1 this week, working on the campaign, trying to get used to the PC controls. Which is probably very weird after years of it's console. After, yeah, my entire life of console gaming, I don't I do. Mean, you do know that you can hook your PS4 controller. I know. I know. I just don't want to. It feels like people keep telling me that once I get used to the PC controls, it's significantly better. And I can understand with the mouse being like super accurate if you get used to it. So I want to give that a legit shot and not just kind of default myself back to using a controller. But yeah, we'll see how I am starting to get better with it. But I just can't do because my hands are so shaky. That's fair. But so that uh, I know there was some other th- I played uh, Guild Wars 2 the other day and this morning. Uh, this morning, I also was playing a little bit of Outlast because I forgot that I had Outlast. Oh, yeah. And so oh, I was yeah. like, oh, I, I haven't even played this yet. So I, I put it in and I was working on um, I played maybe like a half an hour. I just wanted to make sure the game was running. Just things enough. Were okay. yeah. Just enough until a TV screamed at me. And I was like, all right, I'm going to shut this off for now. And uh, <laughs> like, oddly enough, I didn't jump. It's Wait, just do like you have Outlast on the PC. Yeah. OK. Outlast yeah, we gotta and whistleblower. Humble. Yep. Because it was free that month. Yep. So, yeah, I got that for PC. Um, oh, geez. What else did I? I don't know if I really played much else. It's been kind of a uh, I actually I tried um, Path of Exile, the Diablo clone that's everyone's yeah. been raving yeah. about. Yeah. It's I like the setup, but I'm so far and away from playing Diablo ever again. Like it's it set up very similar to Diablo 2, which I used to play a lot of. We used to do land parties at the right. apartment. Yeah. We'd have everyone over and we'd all play Diablo. It was great. Like everyone in the but, late 2000s. Right. Or mid-2000s. So. And I have Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls, for PC, but I don't play it on PC. I play it on console. Right. So playing it on console is very nice because you have a dedicated movement and dedicated attack, and it's very smooth and fluid, and I love it on console. PC, on the other hand. PC, on the other hand, my left hand is essentially freaking useless because I have the number hotkeys on my mouse. Oh, yeah. 
So I so don't even need to. I don't even you, need to hotkey. You I turn just, off your hotkeys. Well, no, I, I can't. You it's bought just, that mouse for editing, thing, not for a game. Oh, I know, I know. It's it's, it's not that my left hand's not doing anything. It's just really weird. Oh, to click I know to, what it's doing. To click to move, stranger, huh? <laughs> you gotta sit on it first. Oh, that's the ghost. You gotta like now you tuck it between your legs and you squeeze until it goes numb, and then it's like you're doing it to someone else. Oh, okay, fair. It's the reverse stranger. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's. <laughs> so, <laughs> So it's just I can't get used to the like point and click to move thing. I'd uh, rather have my WASD or some sort of other form see, of movement. When I used to play like Diablo 2, I would literally just hold my mouse button. Yeah, I mean, I can do that, but I'm just pointing and clicking. I would like click a thousand times. Oh, God, yeah. Going fast. I just like click, 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 click. I but, hate that when you're like in a room with somebody who's playing like, I don't know, like Diablo or that, and it's like, like League of Legends and they're the, just clicking endlessly. Aside from the like the point mouse to move here which is also your point mouse to move to attack thing right so it's like it's trying to do too many things at once but the game doesn't really have a currency system i found it's oh. a trade system ew so Weird. it's like you use certain things that you can like certain scrolls you can trade for armor and things right, like that yeah. but i was like so you're i'm not your against inventory. it right i'm not against it but at the same time it has to be done right is it, for that. path of exile free to play yeah it's free to play on steam it's definitely worth taking a look at if it's if you're into the diablo thing and you wanted to because there's a lot of stuff going on with it but i just i'm i'm not gonna stop playing it but i'm definitely i hop back into guild wars because of that because right. i was like i want an mmo i can walk around with my wazda keys that's fair and then I got really hooked on Guild Wars because it's because it's Guild Wars. It's amazing. It's the thing. <laughs> so isn't, a, isn't it Guild Wars too that Josh Foreman does art? Yes. Yes. For? Yep. He does yeah. environment art and he's done some of the designs yeah. for certain events and things shout like out, that. Shout out to Josh shout out to Josh Foreman. Foreman. He's great. Thanks again for being on AV Underground. If you guys haven't checked that out, that's yeah. one of the other podcasts we do on this uh, this channel here, and uh, it's episode twelve of AV Underground. So that'll be that's a, it. Was a really good listen. He was a very wise person to talk to. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's pretty much what I, I've tried a couple mobile games because you do every week. I, I try to test mobile games. Essentially, I, I never get hooked on. If I find one I get hooked on, that's going to be like the hell froze over the end. We'll all throw, be all of mobile games. We'll yes. Throw a party. On that so <clears throat> a couple things. One, I found that the ridiculous game that I play spiral pulse. That's basically super hexagon. But yeah. It's not very, super hexagon. Very yeah. bad. You're that I'm, good I rank it. within the top 100 worldwide for that game, and it's no longer available on the store. So the fact that it's installed on my phone is the only reason I can still play it. Oh, shit. So I'm leaving it there. It's like Flappy Bird. Um, I wonder. I played a little I, bit of the Impossible game. I played this. I tried a Tap Sonic Top. It's it's OK. I was looking for something like Tap Tap Revolution style. Yeah. So I could test out my my rhythm thumbs. And it's okay, but there's too much extra crap yeah. in it I feel for like, me to be okay with. Remember when and when the iPod Touch came out and Tap Tap Revolution was like the hottest app? Yes. I don't even think Facebook existed on as an <laughs> app yet. But everything was like Tap Tap Revolution and funky camera filters. And the iPod oh, didn't even have a the camera. The golden days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember because that was how I got my start on Tap Tap was uh, Tap Tap Revolution on the iPod Touch. Mine and was Tap Tap Revenge, and I was not good at it. It was this game. Honestly, like once you can make it to the game, is good. It's it's very strange because there's all it's like sets up three bars on each side, so you're tapping on three different things. Yeah, and then it'll shift them like DJ Hero style, where you have to tap here, but then slide this way, then oh, slide back. Weird. 
it's got a lot of interesting mechanics to it, but I find that there's too much extra garbage trying to slew me in the way of microtransactions that I can't appreciate it. Yeah. And I the other one was uh, Jurassic World Alive. Mm-hmm. The I wish I was Pokemon Go Jurassic World simulator, mm. which essentially is basically just product advertisement. But at least it's well done. It's well put together. Is it? Yeah. Is it better than Harry Potter? Oh, by far. Most likely. I haven't even played Harry Potter, but just based on Sarah's scathing, scathing review, review of it. I can tell you, yes, it's better than Harry Potter. Because what's nice about it is where Pokemon Go and Ingress, you have to actually physically walk to within a certain distance of certain locations. This you can open up, and if there's a lo- like a dinosaur located somewhere near you, you don't catch them first off. Yeah. You fly a drone over them and shoot darts at them, oh. and you collect their DNA. And then you can replicate them with the DNA, and it's like collecting cards kind of a thing. You can create the dinosaur from their DNA, and the more DNA you get, you can splice dinosaur DNA together. Right, yeah, you're just making new dinosaurs. It's very much a collecting cards game. That is cool. But GPS-based. But I like that there are enough in this area, like with Pokemon Go and Ingress, the area of Gardner we're in, there's like one Pokestop, and it's down there. Right, yeah. And same thing with Ingress, there's one portal. And the other end of Gardner is just loaded with them. Yeah. This one, at least we have a couple dinosaurs in this area that we can target, but it's not... It's I mean, not the kind Bob of game. and Ronnie are probably at dunks right now. <laughs> I saw Bob down there when I was Oh, no, uh, Ronnie's in Canada. But, uh, no, it's it's decent. Like, it's I just it's not the type of game that I find myself going, oh, man, I can't wait to load this right, game up yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, I Every now and then I'll remember it's there. It's a time and, killer. Yeah, pretty much. If you're going for a walk and you want to make your walk a little more interesting and find a good reason not to socialize with the drunken hobos that are on the side of the road, then, like, this is a good way to do that. Yeah. Pretend you're taking a very important phone call and just catch some dinos. Exactly. So that's it. That's that's what I've been up to yeah. this last week. So we'll drop into game releases for next week, which Tuesday, June 12th, we'll see Super Bomberman R. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Bomberman Left will come out eventually. Um, <laughs> Super Bomberman R, Jurassic World Evolution for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah, those are both for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I, oh, okay. I was typing this up, and I was like, yeah, the way I type this makes sense. Yeah, because sense. well, because Super Bomberman <laughs> R is already out on the Switch, so. Okay. Yeah. And then Lego The Incredibles will come out Friday, June 15th for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I didn't know it, that was going to be a game, and... I saw it this morning and I was very excited. I'm actually really excited. Yeah. Because really, yeah. The Incredibles was amazing. If, if you guys incredible. end up picking it up, I'm going to have to check it out because... I would want it for the I'll probably Switch. end up picking it up digitally, but if I pick it up physically... Yeah, I mean, even if you pick it up digitally, I'll sit upstairs and watch you play. I know also, you will. Also, like, this isn't even... These games coming out isn't even touching on what could come out immediately after E3. Yeah. So, like, we, who even fucking knows? So, that's... We're going to end up having... We are... Of course, E3 starts tomorrow. Yep. So this is our pre-E3 episode. Next week, we'll have our recap of everything that's going on with E3. Uh, we're going to take a brief break and come back with some news. But before we do that, I just wanted to say that let everyone know, guess what we have? It's a Discord community. We have one of those. That's a thing. And if you want to hop in on that, because if you're listening to this Saturday morning, E3 starts this afternoon, 2 p.m. EA is doing their th- EA, right? Is doing Friday, Saturday. I don't know. I want to, yes. It, yeah, EA, because Squeenix is Monday. Yep. So EA, 2 o'clock Eastern time. If you wanted to hop on Twitch and watch that and get into a live discussion with someone, but you live alone, so like it's a sad day for you, you just want to socialize with some people, hop on to Discord. You can head over to yadudegamers.com backslash community, and you can find a link and invite to our Discord server. Hop on there. General chat. We'll be in there. We'll be talking video games. It's going to be a good time. Okay. Other than that, we'll be right back after these important messages. 
Do you love listening to This Week in Gaming? Do you want to see the crew start live streaming on Twitch again? How about geeky unboxing videos? Do you like those? And do you love hearing your name at the end of things you love? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you may suffer from Yaduditis. Thankfully, there is a cure. Talk to your wallet about Yadud Patreon. Patreon is a platform that allows people who love things to help directly support those things they love to keep them running. We have many different prescription strengths, or reward tiers, to choose from, and they start as low as $1 per month. Don't suffer from Yaduditis for another day. Head over to patreon.com backslash yadude and become a driving force behind the future of WYDG. Side effects may include becoming awesome, feeling connected, sense of community, a renewed love of gaming, and the knowledge that you're helping make our dreams a reality. Do not use Patreon if you are under the influence of alcohol. We are not responsible for any misplaced decimals in your pledge. That's patreon.com backslash yadude. Pledge today. And welcome back. So now we're going to take you some news. So I'll throw it over to Jeff. Yeah. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this is This Week in Gaming, episode 61, 61. Uh, for posterity. We are recording on Friday, June 8th. When this hits your earballs, it will be Saturday, June 9th, day one of E3. Yeah, technically E3 did start like the other day, but none of the there's news no, happened. There's so no conferences yet. There, as far as I'm concerned, it hasn't started yet. The expo room opened up. <laughs> yes. That's pretty much what it is. I don't know if you guys have been on Twitter in the last few days. I don't go on Twitter. People are so fun. Like they've already started uh, someone... I think it was E3, them like their own Twitter account tweeted, yeah. hey, first day of E3 is done. What'd you guys think of all those reveals? And some people really got into it. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe that they're such and such. And they just go on and on and on. And like for some of them, it's really hard to tell that they're kidding. Right. Because it's like things that people think could potentially be a possibility. Can't yeah. believe Skyrim's coming on the mobile. It, yeah. It's, yeah, there's some things that could be really real like you and you don't go on Twitter at all for the next week because everything is about how Anthony Bourdain died and it's incredibly oh, fucking sad. Yeah. So like don't go on Twitter. <laughs> I made the mistake of going on Reddit earlier. And oh, it's, God. Of course, anytime anyone kicks the bucket, it's top of Reddit. It's that awful. was the worst way for me to wake up oh, this morning. Go on Facebook and my hero died. Oh. Yeah. My hero killed himself. Yeah, uh, it's fucking rough. And then you did the same thing to me. I woke up and I was like, hey, and you were like, Anthony Bourdain died. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It's just, <laughs> I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> is crying. I just, in my head, I'm just seeing that as like Sarah's waking up and you've got like that song that's like. Doo, 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 doo. The birds are chirping <laughs> oh, yeah. outside. Morning, I think, is the song. It and is. it's like the birds are chirping. And all of a sudden, Jeff comes out of nowhere. He's like, Anthony Bourdain is dead. And she's like, well, everything shatters in the background. <laughs> it's over. It's close. <laughs> I, I, I read that and I was like, I have to play Battlefield now. Yeah. I need to let out a little bit of aggression. <laughs> mm. It's it's anyway, not been a great time. It, but no, it's very sad. So jumping into. Yeah. But actual news, the game news. We're gonna, gaming we're gonna news digress anyway. and go into game news because that makes us happy. Um, so starting off with a little Fallout New California. Yeah, there's like so many fucking Fallout mods, not just for Fallout Four, that it's actually getting hard to keep track of them. There are some that I haven't even heard of because they haven't been in the news lately. Right. That have fucking shocked me. So, yeah, go on. So this one's actually a pretty big one. Um, yeah. It's yet another total conversion mod. 
uh, which is in development for the Fallout series. Um, this one takes place inside the Fallout New Vegas engine. Which I think is the same as the, the Fallout 3 engine, but like maybe uh, improved there's a, a There's bit. a few extra like tweaks to it's it. It's the older engine. When you yeah, look at the, the older trailer, engine, the easier engine for them to work in. Yeah. Um, so Fallout New California is a prequel story mod that takes place 22 years before the events of New Vegas. Uh, the development team has been working on New California for over five years. Yeah. And they have just recently released a trailer and announced the mod will be fully releasing October 23rd. Which is... So, great. like, they're, they're like, at least 92% yeah. done. Um, according to the uh, post update that they posted, it they have the main quest done. They have a bunch of side quests and, like... They, there's so many decisions you could make that affect everything else. And they kind of have 99% of all that done. They're right. just kind of filling in gaps with more side quests and more companion stuff and this, that, the other thing. Stuff that makes a game good. Filler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this. I, I, I want to check it out. I'll like upload from Nexus and all that stuff. Because yeah. like if you don't know or even if you do know like New Vegas lore... New Vegas only becomes New Vegas because of the NCR. I have the no National California yeah. Republic. So, so this could be really intense. Or sorry, not National, New California Republic. So like this is like a big thing if they're planning on doing New California. I would assume it would tell that storyline if exactly. it's two years before the yeah. events of New Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. So like this could be pretty cool. And, um, know, still like. And uh, definitely look up the trailer. Maybe we can throw it in the show notes. Because um, I have a link there in my notes. Um, it yep, looks I can really put that good. In there. Even if it, even though it's on the old engine, it still looks really good. Like for a second, I wasn't sure if it was the Fallout if 4 engine. If it's on the old engine and you have a PC that's less than five years old, it'll run, it'll run right? it on Ultra. Yeah. And plus, you can pick up. Well, see, that Vegas depends now. if if you're running Windows 10. Because yeah. Windows 10 doesn't like Fallout 3 or New Vegas. No, it doesn't. You can get them to work, though. It's just... you. It takes a while. It takes some Googling. Yeah, I but hate that it takes some Googling. It is great, because, like, you can pick up New Vegas. You, you'll obviously need New Vegas. Yeah, to you can pick it up game. for, like, $10. But, but they said you can't... You don't need the DLCs. You just right, need the base, just the base model. But you can pick it up for anywhere from, like, 5 to $15, depending on the, you know, sales Well, and you might be even be able to pick it up cheaper coming up this week because of E3. Yeah, who knows? Um... There was more to that. I just wanted to um, point that out real quick. uh, To add to a few things. So the team will be making beta signups in July for any players who want to test the mod. Uh, The beta will only contain the main quest and locations surrounding the events of the main quest. Uh, Oh, wait. I think I was supposed to say locations. Like the main quest and locations. Yeah, surrounding the events of the main quest. Oh, okay. Comma surrounding the events of the main quest. Um, You can, if you want to check out like any more information about this, you can go to their Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash fallout project Brazil or or search for fallout new California. They're the same page, but their URL is, they used to be called project Brazil. Right. You can't change a URL of a page, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, but that's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, I'm actually going to probably check that out after we're done recording just so I can get a little bit more versed into it. Yeah. I would like to know more about New Vegas because it's always eluded me. I, I'm i eventually going to play it. <laughs> it's That's, only been out since like 2010. I've, I've beaten it three times. I'm eventually going to get to it. I, I have beaten Chandler Bing three times. 
I'll eventually get around to it. See, the thing Same. is, I hated it when it came out, and it's really hard for me to push past that. I, it's hard because I loved Fallout 3 so much. I still do. It is, like, top five one of my favorite games of all time of my whole life. And everyone kept saying, well, New Vegas is better than Fallout 3. And I just keep thinking, no, it's not. Because Fallout 3 is one of the best games I've ever played. Like, See, you can't, I, it, it doesn't matter. I'm not partial why. to 3 or New Vegas. And for someone to say that it's better, I I think that's very subjective. It really is. Because like that's you could say, if, if you don't like the story of 3, well, yeah, maybe the story of New Vegas is better. Yeah. And like, if you're saying... New Vegas is better because it's technically not Bethesda, it's Obsidian. I think really it depends on <clears throat> the person you're asking who wh what game they spent more time in. Yeah. Right, yeah. Did I spend 200 hours on 3 or did I spend 200 hours on New Vegas? Yeah. Right. Most of my friends they're you know, most of us like Fallout 3, but yeah. everyone's like I like New Vegas better and I'm like that's good. I don't like the setting. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a I fan don't like of the that characters. everything is orange. Everything is orange. It's That's so the thing bad. that kills me a little bit. Like that and the pre-rendered cutscenes. But I, I could do an entire podcast talking about how why I don't yeah. like New Vegas. And I, I can wanna, give reasons. I want to like it so bad but, because not only did Will Wheaton and Felicia Day do voices right, in the Phil game. Wheaton. But fucking Chandler Bing is the big enemy of the game. Benny. He's your mortal enemy. And I fucking love Matthew Perry so much. I want to love New Vegas. I want to have love in my heart for it. Yeah. And like, I just don't like I'm on Tumblr and like, Oh, I follow a lot of like gaming pages on Tumblr. And a lot of them are like fucking New Vegas, like get on that shit. Yeah. And like, even then, like if it's not even like a gaming page and they happen to be gamers and the whole fallout conversation comes in and they're like New Vegas. Yeah. I write, you know, a lot of uh, fucking fan fiction about New Vegas and yeah. this and that. And it's like, bro, <laughs> step back. Like, I am not <laughs> partial to anything. If anything, I am partial to four. But that's just because it's set in fucking Boston. Yeah. Yep. I actually that's what I forgot to mention with what we're playing this week. I played a good chunk of Fallout 4 this morning. Wow. I forgot that you still hadn't like beaten the game. I barely started the game. Yeah. yeah. I've been because waiting for two years for when, you to play the game. I had initially was going to get it for PS4. Right. You guys had ordered the collector's edition for and PC. And I gave you the PC. So we just swapped games and you kept like the Pip-Boy and all that other fun yeah. stuff. But so I had it installed because I figured what the hell. I may as well have it on PC because I bought the Fallout Anthology for PC. So I have every other Fallout game right. on my computer already. Why not 4? Yeah. But at the time, my computer couldn't handle Fallout 4. Nope. So mm, I put it on the yeah. back burner and I figured I'd get around to it eventually. Once my computer finally was rebuilt up to the point where it's it can now run Fallout 4 on Ultra. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was so my pleased. My nipples just got hard. <laughs> I because I, I went to play it today and it hadn't recalibrated to the system yet. So it's like, we're going to do a scan of your system settings now. And I was like, are your hardware? And then it went, your settings have been changed to ultra high. And I was like, oh, that's never that. Oh, like, once that happens. You're like, I've made it. Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> I was like, oh, the master race has taken me. No, no. But so. I started playing it today. I'm still very near the beginning, but that's okay. It's a very good game. <laughs> I'm I'm finding it. I think it's just that it's hard because between New Vegas and four, none of them have immediately gripped me the way that three did. Yeah, it's not that I'm not going to get through Fallout four. The, it's just the story on four takes a little bit longer. It's seeming that way. But so, once you're into it, it's like, OK, I think it's going to take once I get through the main quest line once and I have a better understanding of the lay of the land, then I can 
jump in and start doing more weird shit. The problem with that is, is there's so many different ways to do the main quest line. Mm. But that's it's neither here nor there yet. Yeah, I, the, I am really excited to try some mods, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's some. The mods are amazing yeah. for Fallout 4. They are glorious. Um, but moving on from yeah, our Fallout. Yeah, moving on from that so we don't have a two-hour Fallout conversation. We could, I could have a whole podcast just about Fallout. Uh, do you want to actually talk about this one? Do you want to actually start that? We'll just do like... Can we just do that? We'll do a holotape podcast where it's just like, us talking about Fallout. <laughs> I literally, like most of my day is spent thinking about Fallout. In some way. We'll discuss this after the show. Anyway, okay, so Don't Nod and Squeenix, Square Enix, Squeenix, have decided to launch an Android-only version of Life is Strange. Which I find racist against humans, frankly. <laughs> after everything we went through with Detroit Become Human, you couldn't uh, couldn't open this up? You can't give humans equality. Um, <laughs> Straight pride, everyone. Oh, Christ. Oh, jeez. Um, so. There's a, pr- they've launched a pre-register for the game if you go to the google play store and you just search life is strange you'll be able to find it i wasn't able to do that on like i on googleplay.com on a computer but i think on the app you can do it i haven't had a chance because i have an iphone now see if i knew about this before I've, like right now yeah i forgot i'm sorry um but you can pre-register and it's going to be the game is going to be coming out to android only which almost never happens yeah, it's usually July. iphone only um it's going to be apparently controller Compatible. I don't know what controller. Maybe PS4. Uh, probably the Engage controller. There are plenty of Bluetooth controllers yeah. that yeah. you can use with the uh, mobile. Pre-register. NB. I can pre-register. I'll pre-register now, just so when it comes out. Yeah. We well, can, no. Because uh, on the web version, it was just like it's a thing. Add it to your wish list, and I was like, all right. Um, and the mobile version of the game will be the exactly the same as the game itself, the game that you play on your PS4, or PC, or whatever. Um, but it's going to be a different, enhanced user interface because mobile right um there's gonna have there's it's going to have photo mode which is cool i guess you can like take screenshots and take pictures in the game and like put them in your camera yeah your phone library which is cool and you can compare story choices to like your friends and other players which is neat because i don't think that was a thing so essentially they're they're doing what all of these story based games like these choose your own adventure games is doing Kind of like how Detroit, you can see what Proxy did. Versus what the world did. Right. I really like that. I think it brings a new layer to the games where you can choose your own path. (laughs) It made me laugh really hard when I got to the end of the game and there's, you know, every character has, um, I, Marcus was on this ending or this ending. Kara had this ending versus this ending. And I had a really good ending for Kara. And it was at 0% of my friends were, had gotten the ending that I got. But you both had beaten the game. And I was like, oh, no, something bad happened to Kara in Proxy's game. Something yeah. very bad happened. Well, Mark was saying that he got to the end of his game and only 2% of people had gotten his ending. What the fuck did he do? I don't know. I'm, I was like, I have apparently, so many questions next time I see you. Apparently never hitting buttons is the way to go. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I actually found a really cool streamer I'll have to tell you about later that uh, I was hopping in on him in his third playthrough of Detroit Become Human in a row. Oh, my God. And he I watched him from like. So he had been playing for over 24 hours. Pretty probably. <laughs> uh, he might have slept in between there, but I was like, oh, man. So I, I started following him because I really like the way he has things set up. But yeah. I was like, oh, I, I just hopped in to see how other people were handling their Detroit streams. Mm-hmm. 
And then I was hooked. I was like, oh, no, he's done things very differently. He was yeah. trying to do a pure pacifist run. It Sometimes it just doesn't. And happen. oh, no, things things went surprisingly well for him. Wow. Like really well for him. I was very impressed with how some of that stuff went. Hmm. Um, but that's that's a whole nother story. Yeah. So I am yeah. really excited, though. Life is strange for mobile. Yeah. Like, I'll give I it a go. I don't know how much it's going to be because like probably five ninety nine per chapter would be my guess. Maybe because it was five bucks per chapter before. But so 20, probably 10 but then. Tw- for five chapters, but 20 bucks for the season pass. So I don't know, but it's really cool. It's hard to say. I don't think I'd buy all five chapters again, but I'm interested enough that I might buy the first chapter if I can do just one. Yeah. If they let you do it that way. Yeah. Or they might do it where you get the first chapter for free. Yeah, like a demo, like Bendy yeah. does. Maybe. I don't know. I thought that was neat, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Super cool. And like also, did you guys see that uh, Don't Nod announced a new game? Yes, they did. Today. Uh, Twin Mirrors? Twin Mirror. It looks really cool. And I like that it... it immediately struck me as very similar to life is strange in a way because their protagonists love to talk to themselves oh they sure do <laughs> see and i didn't watch the trailer to, to twin mirror the trailer so. looked, pretty, it looked good. pretty good it looks like you're gonna be battling with i did a like, quick write-up article of what we know so yeah. far yeah and your main protagonist looks like he he just got dumped he's 33 and he's dealing with the breakup by going to west virginia his hometown and so apparently 2018 is the year of virginia, west virginia. seriously um, so he goes back to his hometown to try and cope with things. But while he's there, he's going through all this mental stuff as well. So you're and fighting. Yourself. He's like seeing things and fighting ghosts and walking through ethereal nether realms. And I don't even know <laughs> so what the heck is it's like sinuous sacrifice, but without your spouse dying. It, probably. Wow, that's you'll have to check out the trailer later it and also, uh, see what you think of it. But that's the, what I got out of it. The trailer spoiler alert for life is strange. The game came out like five years ago, though. So like get with the program. I still need to play it before the storm. Me too. Um, the last chapter, I think it's the last chapter where you are walking through like a warehouse and things are kind of disappearing and reappearing and nothing is real. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. 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 That's what the, the Twin Mirror trailer reminded me of. Kind of, like, yeah. Do these exist in the same universe where things are kind of fucked up, but they're Maybe. similar enough to real life where it's like weird? I don't I guess know. Guess what we'll to find out during the Squeenix. Uh... Yeah. Stuff because there's you know so much stuff I'm like it. really hyped to find out. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Moving on from so that. Moving on from there. There's some more stuff that we get to look forward to in the future. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, pre-orders for Red Dead Redemption Two are now live on the Xbox and PlayStation Store. So the marketplace and the PlayStation Store. Yeah, and also on Red Dead's website. And I'm sure also at GameStop. Probably. Uh, if they go live, probably now. One place they're live everywhere. Yeah. Um, so there are a few different types of, of pre-orders available. So there's the standard edition, the special edition, the ultimate edition, and a collector's box. Uh, the standard edition, fifty nine ninety nine, comes with the game. That's it. Uh, the special edition, it's seventy nine ninety nine, comes with a special slip cover for the game case, a physical map. Extra game modes, a special black horse in-game, some outfits, a talisman and medallion bonuses, whatever the hell that means. Don't fucking have any idea. Uh, gameplay boosts and <laughs> three free gunsmith weapons in-game. I mean, they're not really free if you have to pay money to I, yeah, unlock them. Yeah. Regardless. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> the Ultimate Edition, which is ninety nine ninety nine, comes with the Steelbook game case. The map, the bonus outfits, 
rank bonuses, a different special black horse, uh, as well as free additional weapons. I'm sure these are all like one tier better than the special edition. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, there's a collector's box, which is also ninety nine ninety nine. It comes. There's with, just so much shit it, in it that we can't list yeah, it. Like, go go to our yeah, website. It, it was so much stuff that it's like I, and I'm sure it means more to people who played the first one and understand how the universe kind of works. And yeah, like what items are because like talisman bonuses. I don't know what that means. That's not in any other game. Right. So it's like maybe you get it. I don't know, but it's cool. Yeah, uh, I'm sure if you want to know exactly what's in the collector's box, just go to the website. Uh, the Red Dead Redemption 2 website or go to GameStop.com. I know they yeah. have the details. I like that the collector's box is only $100 instead yeah, of like 150. 170 yeah. like some are. And it's like, you realize... Looking at you, God of War. You realize it's just like a game and a t-shirt, right? It's not worth that much money. Right. And it's it's like a actual box too. Like, yeah, it was a really... This one... I uh, remember it was like yeah. a huge red and black box, which yeah. is appropriate for the colors of the game. Um, so that being said, Red Dead Redemption 2 is releasing this October, specifically the 26th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Which yeah. is good news, because that means that, uh, Hart will be able to slot some time in for our Extra Life campaign to oh, play some yeah. Red Dead 2. Hell yeah. As long as they don't push it back. Okay. I'm not going to say I'll complain if they okay. have to, but You let's... shut your whore mouth, <laughs> because last, the last Extra Life, I was playing Red Dead 1. Ooh. Was it last one? No, I th- actually it was two years ago. I lied. Still. Last year I played uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. That when you're staying up 24 hours straight playing video games to raise money for kids that need it, like it all kind of blends together new, at some uh, yeah, point. And yeah. a new game is perfect and for that. Honestly, yeah. And honestly, like when you do these enough years in a row, they all kind of start to blend oh, together. I always feel like last year was our first year and I'm like, no, we've been doing this for like five years now. That's it's crazy. a little nuts. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. But... Yeah, so I'm excited for it. I'm I'm excited to actually get to watch someone play it because I still haven't gone through the first Red Dead. Yeah, it it just wasn't like the Wild West wasn't really my thing. I was very into the idea of it, and then but I know that the game, the actual gameplay, is not for me. Oh, it's garbage. It's the same reason I'm I'm not a <laughs> fan of the GTA games, but I love watching you play them. Fair, uh, it's you know? garbage, but I love Rockstar. You so love garbage. I I love hot piles of garbage. <laughs> Especially if you set them on fire with me searching through them. Yeah. So that's why you're in yeah. a room podcasting with us two chuckle fucks. Exactly. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Chuckle Fuck Podcast. Uh, I've got Chuckle uh, and Huckle. Chuckleberry Finn. Huckle. He's Chuckle. I'm Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Yeah. Welcome to Twig. Welcome. This is episode 61. If you're new, just turn it off. <laughs> if you're new, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not even sorry anymore. I am. If you're new, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Be aware, we live way too close to Boston to stop dropping F-bombs. That's right. That's true. I was actually talking about that the other day with uh, one of my Twitter buddies who lives down in Texas, and she was talking about cursing and how down south it's very rude. Right. Yeah. And I was like... Up here, it's a fucking, I don't think it's a about comma. it. I was like, I don't think about it because I work so close to Boston that you see people like men and women in business attire just dropping F-bombs like it's nobody's business. Yeah. And we use it like a comma. Pretty it's much crazy. Like when we were in Florida, yes, people were generally rude because they would cut you off and they would bump into you at Walmart. But they wouldn't swear at you. But they wouldn't swear at you. It was weird. Like they were passive aggressively rude. We're here. We're just aggressive. We're just straight rude here. It's so fucking weird. But comma. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They're like commas. It's ah. Uh. So 
Moving on from anyway, let's, from the Red Dead. Let's do the podcast. Yeah, uh, do you want to do this one, Sarah? Because uh, sure. it's, it's about your favorite company. It's weird that you say my name. I know. That's, it's, weird. it's weird. Well, if I say, do you want to do this? One of you two will start it. And if you said, do you want to do it, honey? He would probably have been like, yeah, sure. Exactly. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it's my favorite game. Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. Eh. So, not that long ago... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the beginning of the episode right there. <laughs> I don't want to spit take on the computer. <laughs> Please don't. This is, it's fine. Um, an anonymous source from Jam City claims that the developer... Jam City! ...has laid off a portion... I just dropped my water bottle everywhere. Great. At it's least fine. it didn't break. It's fine. Um, Jam City, the developer for Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery, and a couple other mobile games, um, laid off a portion of their development staff... Hopefully it was the staff responsible for Hogwarts oh, mystery. God. Oh my God, seriously. Uh, no, apparently it was the staff responsible for like Marvel Avengers Academy, They're Future good on the Worlds of Tomorrow, oh. and Family Guy Quest for Stuff. So take that back. <laughs> Not the good ones. Oh man. Um, Actually, they, they do play pretty well. Really? Yeah. Um, that's a shame because Harry Potter doesn't. Um, they, they claim that the layoffs are good because they're moving people from those games to harry potter and making the development team stronger which is like great i guess but who but it's so bad it's still so bad and i don't care it's a mobile game that you promised me would be good and it's not also as an addendum um i had heard that hogwarts mystery had discounts now and like they're the prices of gems you buy gems with human money right to restore your energy which you need to do you which you need energy to do anything do anything in the game so that's where the microtransactions became a problem go back and listen to that episode if you want me to be really mad yeah if you want sarah's hot take on this game um i had heard that the prices have changed and like they were a little bit lower. I'm not going to redownload the game. I had it sitting in my phone for like two months. I'm not going to redownload it and get myself all fucking heckled up again. So I haven't. And I heard that the prices only changed for some players for 48 hours. And it would be like, it would be 74 cents instead of 99 cents for this package of gems. Right. Or it would be 30 cents for this player instead of 99 cents. Or however much it adds up to with the bigger packages, like the five ninety nine and the ten ninety nine. Right. So it, it was different discounts for every player, and some players during that time didn't even get a discount. So some people were like in a room with people, being like, "Hey, I got a discount," and your friend being like, "I didn't. What the fuck is <laughs> the happening? The fuck do you mean you got a discount?" Jam City literally was like, "Well, we did that because we want to test." how much money people will spend. We want to see what the best amount is that you will spend for these gems so that you can do things in the game that you should just be able to do for free. I'm sorry. Go fuck yourself. Garbage. It's garbage. It makes me so angry. It's stupid and bad. Anyway, so I asked a friend, my friend Shay. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but she'd probably like it if I called her out. I asked my friend, Shay told me that the prices for the gems are exactly the fucking same as they were at launch two months ago yeah it's like five bucks ten bucks fifteen bucks whatever whatever they are the prices haven't changed they did a discount for like two minutes to see how much money people are willing to spend how low they can go but still make a profit and then they didn't change the prices at all okay well okay (laughs) so 
devil's advocate over on my I, side. I get it. Devil's advocate says they did this. They did the whole testing to see what people are doing. Now they're analyzing. Yeah. And now they have to figure out that prime number. I And I totally get that. But I, it feels a lot like a band-aid on a broken leg. Instead of addressing the 15 other issues that all, like everybody has with the game, they were like, here's the three. So we're going to work on these three. And you're just going to have to deal with the other 12. I mean, that's... Mobile that's, gaming. That's game development. To a t- not, not, no, that, that's mobile game yeah. development. It's just, they didn't change the that's timing. premium of, gaming. Like, the energy mm. that you need to do anything goes up by one. It refreshes one energy every three minutes or four minutes. Four real life human minutes. They could have changed the time. They could have lowered the time. They could have done this. They could have done that. And they aren't. They no, aren't taking anything that, into consideration. That would literally mean they had to own up to what they did wrong. Yeah. I just, I just, if they mildly change a few things, I would go back and try it out again. See, my big problem with games like this is that you can tell that the focus is on profit, not yeah. on user experience. It's upsetting. It's the same way when you go to most gaming websites and you're like trying to find your way through the 5,000 advertisements and click I, on the right I thing. Think with a game like this, and how they're they're doing it is they're like okay they did an, they did analytical research and they're like oh well people only pay attention to games for x amount of time and then they put it down for three hours right so they have enough time to gain all their stuff but then they don't factor in people like us who if we're gonna get a game we're literally doing yeah. research the i get it yeah right it's also hard because it's like okay animal crossing pocket camp that would hold my attention for a solid at least hour and a half between going to all the different places. Right. Giving There's multiple locations the to do wanted, things. Catching all the bugs, getting all the fruit, doing this, doing that. It would hold my attention for that long. And then I'd run out of stuff and I'd stop for a couple hours and then everything would reset and I would just go back and do it again. But with Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery, that time got cut from an hour and a half about average to five minutes. My time of playing would be open the app, play for literally five minutes, accomplish two tasks, and then have to stop for at least an hour. Yeah. That's not me spending time on, like, put ads in. If you gave well, me like an ad every five They minutes, cause the frustration yeah. so that you'll be like, I can't wait. And then you'll spend the money exactly. to get, like, renew your energy or whatever I, it is. Farmville was the same way. It was, it's awful. I would rather. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Look, if we're going to talk about games that went in and like did their psych research on how the human brain operates yeah. and how to, you yeah. know, t- squeeze it in just the right way to get money out of it. Farmville ruined mother-child relationships for a solid like five years. It was bad. Farmville had a disgusting amount of playtime hours when it came out. Farmville has a sequel, by the way. Not as far as I'm concerned. My headcanon Farmville doesn't exist. Unnecessary. <sighs> Unnecessary. Ugh. But and yeah, that's everybody, everybody makes fun of us for playing shit like Candy Crush. And it's like, hey, um, all parents literally ever you wasted 18 hours a day playing Farmville. All right. Yep. At least Candy Crush makes my brain. I can pretend that it's making my brain stronger because patterns or whatever. Anyway, I'm mad about Harry Potter. Hogwarts mystery. What else? Is still I don't new? blame you. So uh, moving on from there, I, I'm actually going to lead our lead I was the just going to ask yeah, if you wanted you, to. I'm leading the charge right into this one. Valve. Valve has announced that they are no longer. For those that don't know, Valve is the people who made the, our glorious games like 
Left for Dead and Portal and Half Life, and they can't and they're count never to gonna, three. Yeah, they can't count to three. Yeah. Um, Valve announced they also own Steam, and yeah. they announced that they are no longer going to police anything submitted to Steam unless it is quote illegal or straight up trolling. Yep. End quote. So they're going to allow everything on the Steam store in an effort to not censor or stifle any one developer. Uh, Eric Johnson, an executive at Valve, said this. Taking this approach allows us to focus less on trying to police what should be on Steam and more on building those tools to give people control over what kinds of content they see. Valve shouldn't be the ones doing this. If you're a player, we shouldn't be choosing for you what content you can or can't buy. If you're a developer, we shouldn't be choosing what content you're allowed to create. Those choices should be yours to make. I 100% agree with this because normally you see it going in the other direction. They're like, we want to make sure we're protecting everyone and their delicate eyeballs. I get it. Especially considering the amount of visual novels that get taken down off Steam or like threatened to be taken down. Not that I think that we need a massive visual novel marketplace on Steam, but at the same time, when if you're a PC gamer, (coughs) excuse me, your options are really like Steam, and then you have you know things like Origin or Battle.net or specific other game installers but people mostly like you get a pc you install steam you get games through steam because it's really easy to you know use steam as kind of your buffer the stuff that you buy off of origin you can buy off of steam the only thing that you can't buy off of steam is stuff off of battlenet so it's you know steam is like everyone's platform their go-to place and i think steam taking a step back and being like look unless it's illegal or trolling we're just gonna let it go through i i get that like literally i agree with what he's saying and I'm sure their intentions are great. But that whole school shooter game that was on Steam for like a day, that isn't illegal and that isn't trolling. That shouldn't be allowed on Steam. Somebody should absolutely go to that guy's house and fucking punch him in the throat. It shouldn't be. At the same <laughs> time... The- I don't really care about it does say that they they plan to release new tools to help users filter out games they don't want. I think in cases like that, it's going to be a matter of having a report button where when things go through and like, you know, we come across it and it's like Columbine simulator or something like incredibly offensive, but not technically illegal. And you're like, okay, this definitely shouldn't be here. And then you can report it and have a human review it. That's in theory. That's how it should work. And hopefully that's how it will work. I don't want to just be like, hey, um, school shooting simulator that's literally coming out the day after an actual middle school shooting happened. I don't want to see this, but nothing happens. It's just that it doesn't show up in my marketplace anymore. It should be like, maybe this is a little fucked up and we shouldn't be like supporting that. Like actual kids dying. Like maybe we shouldn't do that. Valve. Uh, like, I mean, at the same time. Already, it- and this is that was before they decided to do this. That it got led on there. It went through green light. It went through all this stuff and it became a thing. Like, I don't. That's a little. I mean, so, I mean, that being said, though, them stopping policing is obviously not going to change that. It's really not. It's, I don't if think it it's... got through in the first place, then like there's not much they can do to stop it. No. But I also like that they said that this Valve's blog post is a direct response to questions over adult visual novels being threatened with removal from Steam. No, adult. Okay. Adult visual novels. Is that. We're talking like, just like... Honey Pop. Um, oh, okay, because like a lot of those games are like maybe they're a little gross, some of them, but they're harmless. See, the thing is, unless like, they're about kids, and then they're fucked up. 
Well, that I think would be where they're that's talking where about the that's illegal. That's where it goes the illegal. Which is weird because I'm going to get into a very strange topic for a second here is um, what Japan. Else is new? Welcome to Japan, where I was doing some research on <clears throat> manga and manga culture over in Japan. And apparently, I don't know if this is still accurate because my research now is a few years old, but they were talking about in regards to pedophilia mm-hmm. that there are manga shops in Japan that will sell adult erotic manga involving children under age of consent. Yeah. Which. Over here in the States, there's no question. Illegal. It's yep. not happening. In Japan, they have a separation that these are fictional characters in a fictional universe. This is fine. If it carries over to the real world, then we have problems. We're doing it so it doesn't carry over to the real world. So, but I think thankfully with Steam, that obviously where we're in the US, that's going to, you know, get caught up under the realm of yeah. illegal right. and not end up on on things here. But I mean, at the same time, there have been a lot of complaints from players that do play adult visual novels that games are either incredibly censored through Steam, especially if you're paying like 15 something dollars for a game. If I want to see some titties and I pay to see titties, I pay to see titties. That was people's thing is they're like, I paid the full price for this game to have it censored by Steam. I get that. um, Fucking what's the deep space waifu? Yeah, the. That, yeah, they have. You can add a full nudity patch into it. Yeah. But it was censored by Steam. Right. It's one of those things. Like there was a game. Uh, I think it was a version of Pachinko that uh, one of my buddies had forever ago. That was like it was Pachinko, but there were like naked pictures in the background, and, and that wasn't censored. Popular. That was yeah. Well, like, those are incredibly popular. <laughs> and like hentai games and things like that, you can go on to JList. Dot com, right. yeah. And you can order them there and then hope that they you know function in your system and you don't have to do all sorts of crazy modifications. But I mean, things like um, Dramatical Murder right. are not on Steam, probably for a lot of these reasons yeah. of censorship and whatnot, that Steam's just like, no, we're not allowing this to be on here. But it'd be a lot better, I think, for the community if they had access to it. And then, you know, you can set parental controls or whatever people do. Yeah. Right. If I could just get Dramatical Murder on my computer and we did not have to lug Corey's old ancient laptop out every time somebody Because he to had play. to change the region on it to get it to work. <laughs> yeah, if I could just do it, I'd probably play because that's one of his favorite games and he loves it so much. And I want to play. I just I don't have the energy. But like if I could just do it. I right. Would. If you could just put I it on no, Steam. Then I have no issue with these go. weird porn games because like to a point because it's like you do you that that I get. That's that's the fine. weird controversial part of also, it. Like, Honey Pop was like good. It was a really good game. So <laughs> I, I, I haven't played through it. I yet. didn't play it, but I watched somebody play it. And it was, was it like, the Grumps. It was. It was Susie and Aaron. Yep. And it was really good. Like, it had I remember weird, watching that. Had a weird bejeweled aspect. Yeah. And then you dated the and, girls and there was ugh. an alien. And I don't know. It was weird, but it was like good. That's. <laughs> That's kind of like how uh, the game mechanics for Deep Space Waifu are incredible. Oh, yeah, they are. They're amazing. That's, that's <laughs> I hate to say that that's like why I bought the game for the novelty of the whole thing. Sure but then did. I found out that the whole that it was really good to control. Did you buy that during our Christmas party? Yes. <laughs> yeah. With um, Steam dollars that I got from, from the, Sue work from Sue working for the Mount Observer. Thank you, Sue. You, you <laughs> a few of those dollars went to very strange places. God. Um. And I mean, what, what's strange is games like that are not 
they'll have some of what of an impact, but where a lot of people that buy strange games on Steam is because we're going to end up streaming them on Twitch. Right. And Twitch has some pretty stringent policies oh as God. far as games like that go. Mm-hmm. So which is fair because they're a public is. forum and there's you no know, there's no like age guideline. Exactly. I, I get like to it's, Twitch. I don't I haven't signed up for a Steam account in uh, forever, but I think you have to put your age in. Yeah, you do. Right. Yep. And like it's 13, you, that can be monitored. You know, you if it's like 18 plus games and you are 15, it'll be like, no, but Twitch, you can't. You what know? I like about services like Valve uh, with Steam is Again, it's 13 and older. So if I was a 14 year old, see, like when we went and signed up for MySpace back when I was forever young. Oh, God. um, Throwback. Yeah. I think I was like 12 or 13 at the time when I signed up for a MySpace. Mm. And it was one of those things you had to say you were 18 or older. Yep. Or you couldn't make an account. Yep. So obviously lied about my age. Yep. As every other kid in my class did. But when it's 13 and up, then, you know, people who are under 13 will lie about being 13. Not 18. Yeah. Not 21. It's not an 11. Hopefully. Year, it's not an 11 year old trying to watch anal fisting porn. Oh my God. And that's, that fucks with your psyche. It's, it's an 11 year old going, ha 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 ha. I can play Halo. Cause I lied about being 13. Yeah. So it's like it, the, the age range to get into it is younger. And I think because of that, you don't have to worry as much about, uh, people lying about being 18 because yeah. maybe it doesn't even cross your mind at that point. No, they, you know, they say enter your birth date and they're like, oh, well, you're not 13. Well, I'm going to make myself 13. Right. I'm just going to put my age. We'll say I'm 11. I'm just going to put my age two years older. Yeah. Right. Which, by the way, a 13 year old was born in 2005. Ew. I want to fucking barf. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Don't think about it. It's I'm going to try not to. <laughs> I was um, 13. <laughs> In 2000. But just for a quick a quick synopsis, <laughs> good idea or bad idea with what they're doing, not policing, in your opinion? I'm 50-50. I think it, it's probably great for developers who have, like, a nipple in their game or whatever the fuck. They have, like, something that just may not have been submitted or accepted or whatever. I don't know. It may be great for one person, but it could also be really terrible, like until it's got potential for both until very bad things get reported by enough people that it actually gets checked out. Like it's it's probably going to be bad a few times, but it could be great a few times. Jeff, your thoughts. Good idea, because I have faith in the community. Yeah, I guess in the Steam (laughs) community. I have faith in the community of being like, wow, this game is super not okay. You did not see the tweets I saw about the active shooter game. Well, at the same time, I see what he's getting at, too, because a lot of times I go to look at games and you get the community ratings as far as this game was great. This game was piss awful. Yeah. But like not even in the, the whole rating aspect, in the reporting aspect. Oh, yeah. That's like fair. the community. I have faith in the community being like, OK, Steam, you let this game go through, but it's about raping children or, you know, something along something the, horrible, something horrible that like Steam just didn't pick up on that should have been illegal in, in the first place. Like, I have faith in the community being like, bro, At get this shit off. Like, even if not people in general, good people right. exist. Yeah. See, myself, I think it's a the idea itself is brilliant. And I'm happy that this is the direction they're going rather than adding more policing to things. Because it also takes some of the work off of them right. from having to police everything. But if there's one thing I've learned from de- playing through Detroit Become Human, it's that all my best ideas are proven to be terrible ideas by the human race. So You, you should never, ever follow your gut as a human being. Because clearly it gets you into some trouble. 
I, clearly, I think people are more understanding than they really are. Is the thing I I yeah. assume too you much no good in people. Humanity. I don't. So, anyway, I'll close out on that before we end up with a whole other podcast on that, and we're gonna have to whip through these last few because we're already like coming close to our our hour here. Um, I do want to have one quick news that's not actually in here that I was literally just reading about. Okay. Um, Dead or Alive 6 has been announced by <gasps> Team Ninja. Yes. This is the first numbered Dead or Alive in what did it say? Oh wait, yeah, because Yeah, because DOA 5 was the last ultimate or DOA 5 Ultimate was the last one that came out and that was PS3, Wasn't there Xbox one? 360. Seven years since oh the last God. numbered title. Yeah. That's by crazy. Team Ninja. But it, it's on a new engine. It will come early 2019 oh. on PS4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam. So between that and um, Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur Six. There's a lot of jiggles going on here. That and we are going to have some really good games for Extra Life 2019. Yeah, Jesus. To to play some shock fights too. Yeah, that's going to be some yeah. good stuff. Absolutely, I'm really excited. Uh, that, yeah. That's a quick one. Um, yeah, I hadn't now heard about that. Now I'm actually going to rattle through the next few. To, yeah. So we. I don't uh, have much to say on any of those, so yeah. feel free to rattle through them. So the uh, Sam Witwer starring Days Gone has officially been announced to be releasing on February 22nd, 2019 for the PS4. This is a Sony exclusive. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Sarah because <laughs> this literally comes out the day after her birthday. I've been so excited about this for yeah, two years. Um, it's an open world zombie survival adventure. Um, it was announced as of the 2016 E3 showcase. It looks amazing. Yeah. Still, um, it's a zombies. And Horde yeah. and Run. And Sam Witwer. And Sam Witwer. If you don't know who he is, watch the U.S. version of Being Human. Yeah, he was uh, Aiden. And then he's also the voice of Darth Maul in the animated Star Wars. Rebels. And um, a couple other things. He's a super big Star Wars fucking nerd. So he's been in like everything. He's great. I love him so much. Um, either way. <clears throat> February 22nd, 2019. Yeah. For PS4. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, Devil May Cry Five has kind of been kind leaked. of been leaked. Uh, it's being rumored. Yeah, so Capcom has registered a dom domain name for Devil May Cry Five, uh, according to a Devil May Cry Discord server, which noticed the domain name being registered by GMO Internet Group. Best uh, name ever. Best name ever. Hello, we are Internet Group. Yeah, uh, which is a, they're a third-party company who has registered other domains for Capcom in the past, such as uh, Monster Hunter World and RE7, uh, as well as a new domain registered for Resident Evil 2, uh, the likes of which has been rumored to be coming out as a new remaster that will be announced at E3. Interesting which, thing about that, the guy that I mentioned last week who was like, Here's a bunch of information he about what's going to come out. He said that was going to happen. And then he mentioned Fallout 3 Anniversary Edition. He also mentioned a, a Resident Evil 7 Remaster, uh, which kind of makes sense. Interestingly enough, so, about 45 minutes, or no, not even that, like 15 minutes before we started recording this episode, I was reading something about RE2 coming out Yeah, as a remaster, so, not from his information either. Yeah. It's kind of becoming a thing. Would yeah. I pick it up? Definitely. I love the Resident Evil slash Biohazard I, series. You and I playing anything Resident Evil is so funny because we're so such good. fucking weenies. <laughs> when we scared when when we screamed when the dog came through the window and oh, it's won. a scary part. It was so exactly. Good. Thank it's you, like, Jeff. It was so good. This, I'd like to also say that this Halloween, the way that people start Christmas after the Fourth of July, yeah, dude is just gonna start Halloween. As now. of August. Yeah. Yeah. 
and August, September and October and probably part of November are all going to be Halloween for us because there's, there's just, so many good horror games. There's not enough time in October. There's not. Even if we streamed every single night, there's not enough time. Oh, man. So I'm I'm excited for yeah. the prospect of a Resident Evil 2 remaster. Yes. Yeah, so, Devil May Cry um, 5, maybe. Uh, it depends if they're still following the story of Nero or if they're back on Dante or what they're doing with it. We'll it, figure it out. It's yet to be seen. We'll figure it out if it gets announced. Yeah. When it gets announced. Um, and then finally, I'm literally just going to rattle through this. Yeah. Um, it is actually kind of big, but meh. Um, <laughs> so rumors that Fortnite will be coming to the Switch have been rampant for the last like couple weeks. Uh, pretty much ramping up from E3 announcements and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, now, though, a console hacker by the name of at S-C-I-N-E-S-M. Yeah. So I think it's supposed to be cynicism. Cynicism. Maybe. This is uh, from this is a Twitter handle. Um, they have found proof, quote unquote, in the coding for the Nintendo eShop that Fortnite is definitely coming. Not just the mention of Fortnite in the coding, but the hacker, quote unquote, also found a Fortnite app icon that looks like it would fit in the eShop. Yeah. Um, we'll hear confirmation or denial from Nintendo at their E3 conference on Tuesday, um, which is at 12 p.m. Eastern or 9 a.m. Pacific. That being said, the the conference is one of the longest conferences, like other than Bethesda. It's yeah. a 45 minute long conference. Aren't the Nintendo, aren't they usually like 15 to 20 12 minutes? 12 minutes and then yeah. it's over? Well, they yeah. also normally just do a treehouse. They yeah. don't do a full fledged right. conference. So a couple of things really quick that I want to touch on before we end our show. One is that this article was shared with me a few days ago, uh, Ubisoft's. I can't, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. Yeah. Says uh, that the console, console generation, generation will, this next console generation will be the last. PlayStation 5 and whatever Xbox comes with next will be the last console generation. They're going to be, his thoughts are they're going to be going to streaming after that. No. Personally, my thoughts are we're going to see the removal of physical games first before we ever see the removal of a console. Yeah, it'll be full digital. Now, granted, I understand what he's saying that this is the last console generation. It's not just going to be like they announce it and then it's over. They're talking like the full life cycle of the PlayStation 5 and yeah. Xbox binary. It's just going to be probably another, you know, six to 10 years. And who knows, maybe by the time we get around to like 20, 30, whatever, that that'll be the thing going on. But a lot has to change between now and then. And yeah. I don't I don't see that much changing over that kind of time it, to make what he's talking about a viable thing. Game, That's yeah. Gaming has always been an evolution absolutely and, and it's it, been a rapid one at that it has to go naturally it has to be we are doing a lot more digital than physical now i'm speaking about right now right now we're doing a lot of digital and a lot of physical and soon we're going to be doing more digital than physical and then all digital maybe in fucking 15 20 years there won't be consoles the way they are right now but i the the way that that sounds it sounds like he's thinks that None of that shit is going to exist in five years. Yeah. And I don't accept it's... that. People love consoles. People love having a thing that is theirs, you know? Yeah. That and like the slight rivalry, whether it's friendly yeah. or not so friendly, depending on who you are. <laughs> yeah. Between like Sony, Microsoft, PC, Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't really get in on the competitions, but. No, they're kind of just existing and, and they win. 
my last thing I wanted to say is, do you guys have any, because this is the last day before E3 starts, do you have any predictions of anything that you expect to surprise us at E3? Or are you just kind of, I'm going to wait and see what they say and we'll be happy about it from there? I don't want to predict anything because I'm wrong most of the time. <laughs> and at the same time, like if I predict something, I'm going to get all ramped up about it. And yeah. if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be sad about it. Exactly. I've been, I, I don't, it's been really hard not to hope that a Fallout 3 anniversary edition will come out because like the person who said that's what's going to happen is the same person who said that a bunch of other things are going to happen that are coming true. Right. And it's really hard for me to not accept that. But I also like if Bethesda is over and done and Nintendo is over and done and like nobody mentions it, I'm going to fall into a crippling depression. <laughs> So it's like, I, I I want it to be real. I want to say that I want it to be real, but I can't. I can't let myself do that. See, myself, I've been thinking a lot about Bethesda and the way that they work, the way they do things. I, ha I have a lot of high hopes for a Fallout 3 remaster. Um, I won't fall into a crippling depression if they don't, I but will. I will be, you know, disappointed to say the least. I'm curious if Bethesda is going to drop a bomb on us this E3. They will. Someone was talking about potentially hearing about really like they're going to be at E3. They're going to announce Elder Scrolls six and then it will release in November. And as much as everyone's like, no, that's not going to happen. They haven't even talked about it. That's what they did with Fallout four. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden they're just like Fallout four and everyone's like, oh, my God, I can't yeah. wait till two years. And like it drops in November and everyone just shit themselves. And everyone spent a lot of money on the Pip-Boy edition. Right. Which is great. That's the thing is like a week before a week. It was about a week before E3. They did the whole police standby thing and they did the whole like suspicious leaky website and then this, that, the other thing. And then all of a sudden they were like, yeah, the thing that you're hearing about is Fallout 4 and it's going to come out. Uh, what? November 10th. And uh, there you go. Have fun. Also, Fallout Shelter. That's going to be like the biggest fucking mobile game for the next five years. It really was. That's why I have a theory that they're going to like they already announced Fallout 76. They're going to talk about it. And then I have a theory that the, if they do drop a really big Fallout related thing, that it might be the anniversary edition. Like Hopefully. what else would it be? Also, if they talk about anything Elder Scrolls, it's going to have to be six unless they're bringing because there's very few consoles you can bring Skyrim to at this point. <laughs> and they just released a big update for Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Right. And then Elder Scrolls Legends is already a thing. Uh, and Bethesda isn't even going to do it anymore. It's, they're passing it off to somebody, the development off to somebody else because they just don't care. So like that's a mobile card game. Who cares? Like that's already a thing. People still play it. Whatever. There's nothing left that they can give us. Uh, the only thing like we'll say Bethesda related because let's be honest, I only care about Bethesda yeah. when it comes to E3. Yeah. Um, the only Bethesda related like prediction, quote unquote, is that Fallout 76 is going to release within the next three weeks. Okay. It'll it'll be released could, by July. I could see that happening, that, honestly. Um, Just based off of how they have gone about it, they already announced it. Mm -hmm. They've already shown, well, I won't say gameplay footage, but they've shown rendered yeah. stuff that would be in-game. And like if they were to be like, OK, but we still have something else that but something else like another game mm -hmm. isn't going to come out till at least November. Because yeah. it's what Bethesda does. Yeah. They're showing this stuff to be like, OK, this is that's ready. This is what's ready. And this is kind of to hold you off until 
till the big game we're announcing the, the next big thing that mm-hmm. we're going to announce comes out I, I could see that. I, my theory right now is still that this is going to be Fallout Online, where everyone comes from Vault 76. Right, you make, yeah. your, make your Vault Dweller, and then everyone plays online in a Bethesda-style world. That being said, I feel like if they announce it and that's the case, they're going to be like, the open beta goes up no. within the next few weeks or immediately. And I feel like that would be something we'd see a release for in like September. But I could be wrong. They are very good at holding things till the last minute. And then all of a sudden, here you go. It's out right now. You can download it when you're done watching this. Right. And you're like, what? Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Uh, guys, enjoy E3 if you're oh, going to be watching it live. Uh, on, the, on our website, I put up a really nice list of when every company is doing their thing and the Twitch and YouTube links to find those things. Yeah, I've actually been referencing that a lot. If you're interested in them at all, go look at my article. There's only so many articles because the website got fucking eaten. It did. Um, Um, So go check that out because I worked really hard on that and then we thought we lost it and then we didn't because Proxy's great and he saved it. (laughs) Aw. I I did my best. Yeah. But so that article is up there. And yeah, there are a lot of useful links. So if you're going through and you're like, I don't know who's presenting when that's there. If you're like, I don't know where to watch it. Links are there. It's really helpful. It was great. I was at work and I disassociated and suddenly I had so much information in my (laughs) article. And I was like, wow, great. So but otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy E3. Uh, Let us know in the comments below as it happens, like what your favorite stuff is going on at E3. Uh, Don't forget to complain a lot when game developers don't do something you want them to do. It's very important that we keep this uh, industry full of player salt. Um, Are we going to be live tweeting? Probably live tweeting and also our discord server. I'm going to be hopping into yeah, the, check us the out, general chat, check out our tweets and check out our discord server. Please come on to our discord server, at least for Bethesda, because we will all be there. Oh, we're all going to be in there talking up a storm and it's going to be amazing. So please hop in for that. It's going to be in the general chat channel. We have a lot of channels for different things, but I'm not making a specific E3 channel just nope. for this. General chat gets used infrequently enough because we're still building the community yeah. that it's we'll just go right in there. Talk about E3. It's going to be fun stuff. So otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to find out more about us and all the stuff that we're doing, you can check out YadudeGamers.com. The site is back up. It's fully secured. It's really pretty now. Thank you. We'll see you again next week. Bye. See you. This Week in Gaming is a production of YDG Studios. Your hosts are Sarah Green, Josh Needham, and whoever Jeff decides to be this week. The podcast is organized by Sarah Green and edited and produced by Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by our patrons, For Love of Nerd and Eileen Hubbard. Thank you. To learn more about Yadude and all the things we do, check out yadudegamers.com. Yeah,